Welcome to the Inclusive Education Project. I'm Vicki Brett. I'm Amanda Salohi. We're two civil rights lawyers on a mission to change the conversation about education, civil rights, and modern activism. Each week, we're going to explore new topics which are going to educate and empower others and give them a platform to enact change in education and level the playing field. Welcome back. This is our third and final installment of our COVID-19 back to school school special. Welcome. Welcome. So another bill, I know we've been talking about some new changes. So another bill is AB 130. So this is changes to the independent study requirement. So, you know, independent study has long been kind of passed around, thought of in many different ways in school districts. Some schools have independent study as you know, a way to take a certain class. Sometimes they have actual independent study programs. Some high schools have it for students who, you know, either miss school for medical reasons or in the state of California for, you know, sports or, you know, acting. And I mean, it's voluntary. So your school may not have it. And like, this is what's so why we wanted to bring AB 130 to your attention, because like, some regulations are being like formed with it. And Amanda and I have had experience with independent study because that that's oftentimes what our ED kiddos, the kiddos that have emotional disturbance, have anxiety, depression surrounding school. That's like just the like throwaway option that's like given to them. And it's like wholly not appropriate at times. <laughs> right. The most common independent study that I've had for students in um, on IEPs is there's some reason that they need to leave school early or come late, whether they're participating in a literacy program or like or, an athlete you know, or like in LA, like our like star yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> so they take a class as independent study yeah. and sometimes it's an elective because maybe they're doing some kind of activity. A lot of times it's PE where yeah. then they just have to log, you know, the physical activity that they do. Yep. Sometimes it doesn't have too much of an impact on their day to day. But for what's new about this is that for the 2021-22 school year, school districts are now required to offer an independent study program as an option. Of course, this doesn't apply to charter schools. But what's interesting about this is, like Vicki said, that it wasn't a requirement for school districts. So some programs had it, some didn't. It was like, you know, a class by class basis. So independent study programs. So why this is coming about was when we started the school year, or we were getting close to starting the school year, and we didn't think the Delta variant was as bad. Most schools were preparing for all in person for every kid. Mm -hmm. But I think the state recognized that there were some still high risk kids, some families that had high risk people that were not comfortable going back in person. So they wanted this alternative without schools being required to have a virtual option. Now, what we are seeing now is now that the COVID variant is becoming more prevalent and it's spreading more with children, schools are kind of scrambling because essentially most school districts right now are offering full in-person or independent study. And there's not that virtual option because unfortunately independent study is not virtual. It is, you know, independent study by definition is independent. So the student is required to do a lot of the work on their own. So that means that they're doing a lot of reading. They're not hearing a lot of auditory instruction by a teacher. There's a lot of reading, a lot of independent work having to take place, which of course for a lot of our kiddos on IEPs, is very difficult for them. It'll be interesting to see how the next couple of weeks unfold because I have seen a couple of districts kind of scrambling, like I said, to see if they can come back to somewhat of a virtual option right. as a third option because independent study is not going to be great for a lot of our kiddos on IEPs. And that's the population 
that may be high risk that may not be comfortable going back in person right now. Yeah, it's interesting. So the independent, the AB 130 basically outlines that independent study programs themselves will have a higher standard that needs to be met, right? And then those would be like a curriculum, instructional minutes, and like student to teacher ratios must be equivalent to what is offered in person. So that's different than years past, right? Obviously, access to technology, Wi-Fi needs to be made for all students. Plans to monitor and keep record of daily participation, which could include online activities, live instruction, or completing assignments without teacher supervision. So these are kind of some of the changes that we felt was important so that you guys kind of knew, like this is basically, you know, the minimum requirement that needs to happen. So a district can do more, but they cannot do less. Although I will say, as is with everything in the state of California with regards to education, just because there is a requirement for something doesn't mean districts comply. Um, I've already seen some independent study programs that essentially are offering one hour of check-in a week with a teacher, and Mm. that's it. There's not any more instruction than that. So obviously, based on what the state standard is supposed to be, we're not seeing the program is really being as robust as they're supposed to be. And the requirement to even offer independent study for this school year can be waived if it creates an unreasonable fiscal burden due to low enrollment. So, you know, you could be listening to this episode and you should be like, well, Vicki and Amanda, they don't even have independent. They can not have it if it's an unreasonable fiscal burden, right? Because of low enrollment. So that is the the caveat to and that, that as well. like... The school district offers it to all families at the beginning of the school year, like 15 days before the school year starts and says, hey, who wants to be in it? Give us a deadline. And maybe only five students say that they want to do it. That might be an unreasonable burden to have separate teachers and everything for just those five students. So they may not end up having it. Now, one of the biggest things that we want to mention about independent study, like I said, is it's very difficult for some of our students who are not independent learners. Now, It's technically under an IEP. If you choose an independent study program, that can be something that the IEP team could support. Now, would it be done automatic? It remains to be seen. I am seeing some parents wanting to select independent study, but not sure what their IEP would provide because the IEP is for in-person instruction or for the last year for virtual. So what would that mean? You should have an IEP meeting so that your team can discuss, okay, if we're doing independent study, One, is this something that your child can actually do? Can we support them a little bit more? Can we support them by giving them their specialized academic instruction to supplement? And maybe some kiddos who can do some independent instruction with a little bit of support, maybe they can benefit. Some kids might not benefit. So there's nothing in this that says that IEPs can't be a part of this independent study program. IEPs still have the same mandate of a FAPE requirement. So, you know, that's an important thing to consider if you're looking at the independent study programs and schools need to be as well. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we have a couple of districts down here that have had like virtual academies and things like that that have been set up even pre-pandemic too. And so a lot of those kind of have programming that is time intrude. It just really depends where you're at. And, you know, it's one of those things where we will be keeping our eye out on how this kind of unfold you know a lot of the even though like the live instruction in minutes is something that should be offered there's no like number for it right so it's definitely not going to be what it was 
this Not last be like, school year. Right, right. Um, and anyway, people but. didn't like that anyway, right? I said it once, I'll say it again. Nobody's been happy with anything, right? <laughs> but we have to continue to keep pushing. You know, a lot of advocate rights group have been pushing to remodel, if you will, the independent study program, even pre-COVID, right? So right. while for them, this, this is definitely a win, you know, for other advocates, you know, that this bill doesn't go far enough. So just like Amanda said, you know, if you're able to really come together as a team, make it work for your child because of the uniqueness of an IEP and what it can offer. And even, you know, home hospital to a certain extent, which I know we've talked about in the past, where there's a medical reason that the child is not able to attend and and would require for purposes of not regressing to be provided with a teacher at least one hour a day, five days a week. And that applies for all children. So like, you know, if a child, you know, broke all the bones in their body and we, you know, they're going to be out for six weeks, right. home hospital with a doctor's note obviously could be provided. So, you know, there's a couple different ways to attack this plan for this upcoming school year. We will be um, peppering in based on any questions that you guys have. I know last week we forgot to have you send in questions about AB 104, but if you do have any questions about any of these state California assembly bills, we know that these last three episodes were very California heavy. However, for out-of-state listeners, you know, we want you to kind of see what's happening in California, push the limits in your state, or come back to us and let us know what your state is doing uh, good or bad so that we can kind of have an update. Um, We will definitely be peppering in more with these solo episodes and these little series. So even if you have questions about anything outside of this, just let us know. Go to our Instagram or our Facebook group, and we are excited to kind of get more of this information out to you guys in quicker bites. I think everybody is limited on time <laughs> these days, so hopefully yeah. it wasn't too quick. And yeah, we'll still have guests on that make us think and hopefully get you to start conversations. But we will also be providing these solo episodes. So thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.